Margot felt quite exquisite as she dipped her fries in mayo, gracefully extending her pinky to the sky. See, she had just saved by getting Cox Mobile for her family. Yes, more lines, more savings, Margot. Brilliant. She finished her cherry slush drink with a triumphant... Exquisite indeed. Visit a Cox store and pay as low as $30 a line for four or more unlimited lines. Four lines required for $30 per line price, max of five lines. Prices exclude taxes, device activation and other fees and charges. Other restrictions apply. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Dodgers Nation, welcome to another edition of the DN Roundtable, the Blue Heaven Roundtable, whatever you want to call it. It's basically Blue Heaven, but it's different and it has more cameras. My name is Clint. You can find me as Real FRG on Twitter and Instagram. Today, our panel includes the legendary DMAC, DMAC underscore LA, Doug joining us, and Eric, a little too far to his left, if he can move closer to this way, at EEULAU. This is his final roundtable, so it's a very, very sad and somber day for us all, but uh, we're going to get you all that sweet, sweet Dodger talking here today. You got me crying like Freddie, man. Can't believe he's leaving. This week? Hashtag stay Eric. Hashtag stay Eric. Put it in the chat, guys. Put a put a thousand dollar super chat. Subscribe. Give us some money in some way. Uh, Walker Bueller is the biggest, big ish, biggest story this week. He had the Tommy John, as we kind of sort of worried about and expected. We figured when the elbow was barking, when the forearm was barking, well, those guys are real close uh, to one another. He's out for 2023. What does this change for the rotation plans, Doug? I know you got a lot to talk about on this. You got a video coming out soon, so Eric, I'm going to throw to you. How much do you think this changes uh, the rotation plans for Mr. Andrew Friedman heading into the offseason? It changes a lot. I mean, even if even when you're the Dodgers, when you have all the organizational depth, when you lose your opening day starter, it's going to change the calculus for next year for pitching. So I think it really puts some pressure on Tony Gonsolin to do this again next year, even though it's, you know, it's mid-August, but you still got to think forward because this, you know, Walker Bueller's injury is going to extend all through next year. So it, it changes a lot. It changes how you're going to handle Tyler Anderson, whether that is a qualifying offer. It changes how you're going to handle Andrew Heaney or the Heaney head, as Doug likes to call him. And it, it probably changes, too, how aggressive you are out there uh, via trade or via free agent getting another starting arm. Yeah, we know the the uh, front office here in L.A. is big on trades, less big on big-name uh, signings pitcher-wise, mostly because in the offseason they want the bag and they want the years. Last time they signed a big-name free agent uh, pitcher, didn't work out. Looking at you, Trevor Bauer. Contracto, do you think this could be, Doug, do you think this would be one of those situations where, sure, Walker Bueller's a Boris guy, but they can find a way to work out some sort of kind of three, four-year deal, good faith deal, and uh, get him through the arm surgery and back in and uh, you know back in the rotation and maybe one year beyond free agency? I think it's definitely possible. I think next year, of course, it's going to be 
Ferris Bueller's year off, but we're talking Dr. Neil Elitrach. We're talking about best in the business. He's seen the success that Dustin May was able to have with minimal setbacks to no setbacks, how great he's looked in his comeback. And Walker Buehler's been very open about the fact that basically that ligament lasts seven years. And yeah. it's almost like a foregone conclusion that this was going to happen again. And I think he wants to get himself right, come back, best case scenario, the beginning of spring training in 2024, and prove that he's still a dominant ace-level starter. And and then he'll go into free agency around 29 years old, and he'll be yeah. able to get himself a nice bag. I mean, we all thought maybe he's going to be a $200 million player. You saw Pedro <laughs> Mora. He reported that he rejected an offer of over $200 million, an eight-year deal. So, yeah, I mean, he's in a situation, a very ambitious guy. He's a beast out there. He's a warrior. He's got that heart. And I think if anyone can get back to being an ace-level pitcher, having a second Tommy John surgery, it is Walker Buehler. So I don't think, I think he might entertain the idea of that and maybe kind of learn from the lesson of not signing that yeah. big deal in the past. <laughs> but I think that he's going to be motivated to get back and prove that he can still be an ace-level pitcher for the next five, six years. Hey, the Dodgers and fans could look right now at what Caleb Ferguson is doing. He is coming off of his second Tommy John surgery. He's in the midst of a very, very good 2022 campaign so far. Very small sample size, of course. Very limited role, but it's working and it's a good buildup for him. The big thing for me, I'm kind of looking at, we don't need to talk too much on this, but yeah, you kind of wonder now if uh, this brings Julio to the top of the crop there in terms of uh, a big name, long-term contract extension type of dude. The Dodgers could be looking, they could be trying to work something out with him. You got to figure they were going to go the Walker Bueller route instead. But now Julio, he's, he's right up there at the top. He could be getting that bag. Maybe he could be an eight-year, $200 million uh, you know, contract type of dude with the Dodgers. But anyways, uh, we'll find out what goes on in the offseason, of course, with uh, that, that uh, starting rotation issue. But now moving ahead, let's move down to Orange County. Artie, 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 can't you see? Angels fans really hate thee. He says he's going to sell the team. Artie Moreno, Angels owner, says it's about time to get the hell out of here. 20 years, no championships under his stewardship. He's looked bad. This is a move that is phenomenal for baseball. We're not Angels fans here, but this is good for baseball. What were your uh, first... Just what were you feeling there in that moment when you saw the baseball world react and, and enjoy hey, hearing that Artie's going to be the hell out of there? This is the greatest thing to happen to baseball since Frank McCourt sold the Dodgers, right? <laughs> I mean, there's no reason why the Angels can be a top 10 team. If you look at television ratings, if you look at attendance, Orange County is the fifth most populous county in all of the United States. And I think that, hey, hopefully maybe that's the trend in LA. You got bad owners selling teams. Hopefully Genie Bus is next, right, Eric? But I think when it comes down to the Angels in general, I think my initial take, I'm always going to look at it through Dodger blue lenses. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, okay, it could go a couple different ways because we saw with the Nationals did with their ownership changeover that's mm -hmm. taking place right now. They ended up trading away Juan Soto. Did the yeah. Angels say, hey, we don't want to trade Shohei Otani and Mike Trout, or do they say we will trade Shohei Otani and Mike Trout? So I think that's the, the big question I have is who does this team get in the hands of next, and will they be making a big fire sale of some of these big players? Yeah. And, you know, I want to see Shohei Otani play for the real L.A. baseball team. I would say the Angels can't make any massive roster moves like that before selling this team. Because if you go and trade away your biggest marketable asset in Shohei Ohtani or the best player to ever play the game, asterisk, in Mike Trout, and you got somebody else coming into town to buy your team and you just gave away your best players, it's not a good look. I mean, I look back to, I'm sure you remember, you're elderly like me. 
Vladimir Guerrero was a free agent. He wanted to be a Dodger, but it was right at the time Frank McCourt was buying the team. Um, the monies were a lot different back then, for sure. That's what I wanted to ask you a little bit, though, uh, Mr. Yulo. What do you think a price tag is going to look like? You're our resident money expert here for unnamed reasons. I was really hoping that you were going to ask Doug that question because I have not looked at a single Forbes article for what the valuation is of the Angels. I mean, do you got you got some info for me, Doug? I know you've looked at it. How much money would you buy for Brooks says two point two. I think look, he bought him originally for one hundred eighty million. I think that you get a bidding war, possibly anywhere from two point two to two point five billion. I think when you consider the market, the stars they have on that team, and they yeah. actually have a healthy payroll. I mean, they have a top ten yeah. payroll right now, so they can't yeah. sustain it. I think. I mean, I think there's a great example just about whatever it is, 20 miles north of, and Artie Moreno is not Donald Sterling, but there are some similar vibes of mismanagement of a little brother franchise in a major market. And this is a big opportunity for someone like a Steve Ballmer. I don't think it's going to be Steve Ballmer. Maybe it is Stan Kroenke. I don't know. But if you're a billionaire and you want to own a sports team, the, the Orange County Angels of Anaheim is just an incredible <laughs> asset, right? Because you already have Trout there. You talked about the market. I mean, there is a lot of potential there because I guarantee if, I, if, you, if you're going to see a big owner step in there, they're going to build a new stadium because that stadium is just a dumpster fire. They're going to do a lot of great things for that market. And like you said, we're Dodgers fans, but it's good for baseball. Like, I'm actually happy that maybe someone competent, an actual adult, is going to own the Angels. You know, uh, you answered a lot of what my next question was going to be for you, but I just want to get a, a quick thought from you on how do you think this, uh, a, a sell to a competent ownership group, how do you think that affects the Dodgers? I mean, they're already trying to be the L.A. Angels. Like, does that go away? What, how do you think it affects, uh, you know, the big brother up north? I don't think it affects the whole lot. I mean, I think it's it's kind of like the Chargers in L.A. Like, I just don't think that the footprint... I think the fan bases are split enough between L.A. and Orange County there. I think... I don't know if you're going to bring in new Angels fans, but you may have you may have a more engaged fan base, I think. Because if you're an Angels fan, you've probably been checked out. You probably tune in for Shohei Otani starts. You tune in for Mike Trout injury updates. But you're probably not watching, you know, Tigers on a Tuesday at 5 o'clock. Like, you're probably tuning out for that game. But no. I, don't, I don't think the Dodgers are going to lose fans. I think you're talking about the gold standard of baseball ownership here with the Dodgers. So I don't see it as a threat. And honestly, I think, I think it's great if there is a legit, if the Angels and Dodgers yeah. are both good at the same time. Dylan Hernandez gets some more columns in about it. <laughs> like, I think it's great for baseball. It's great for the city of Los Angeles. I'm all for the rivalry and both teams being relevant. You got a thought? Yeah, I was going to say that, look, we all know that the Chargers are always going to be the Chargers in L.A. Sorry, Cody. We know the Clippers are always going to be the Clippers. <laughs> but just look at the Brooklyn Nets. If you put a competent ownership group in place that's willing to spend, you can get big-name superstars, the Kevin yeah. Durant, the Kyrie Irvings. And I think that it would have a massive impact if they could find a way to get owners that really want to win. The issue with Artie Moreno is he'd rather have $1 than four quarters, right? And you need a, yeah. a guy in an ownership group that wants more depth in that organization. And I just think that there could be a sleep giant in LA I really do but I first thing I want to do end the LA thing okay yeah. you were Los Angeles Angels of of hey, Anaheim of Orange back, County of Earth of, of Tustin go Galaxy. back to go back to Anaheim Angels you know Gary was talking about it earlier today go back to California Angels I like that one less but don't be LA be your own thing you won a championship as the Anaheim Angels can the and Dodgers drop the D if they switch out of LA Angels and go back to just LA on the bottom ticker? That one. Not LAD. LAD that. is so lame. You want them to drop the D, huh? It's so drop the D. Get the T-shirts going. Hashtag bring we'll, back the rally monkey. Uh, we'll go ahead and get Edwin Rios on the phone for you. Anyways, a lot more uh, to talk about that probably in the off season. Great topic. The possibly the, the the next biggest hot Dodger topic going around the world right now. Chris Taylor, he's riding that struggle bus and he's riding it hard. Uh, we got a designated Twitter coming out soon. 
where we all share a bunch of thoughts on whether or not he could turn it around. I'm going to make it a little more simple. Does Chris Taylor, uh, is he getting starts in October or is it going to be Trace Thompson? Because Trace Thompson is raking against everybody. Give us some, uh, you got the floor, Douglas. Hey, look, you know, we swing and miss Chris right now, but we've also seen that he's one of the streakiest players in baseball mm-hmm. and that really comes with the territory. I mean, when he has success, it's because he's swinging for the fences. There's a lot of boom and bust in his game. But yeah, I to me, I would have some pushback against anyone saying you're not going to have Chris Taylor because he was Oct Taylor last year. And whether yeah. it be a wild card win home run, whether it be a home run the World Series, whether it be a diving catch, he makes big impact statement plays. And I definitely think that he's going to find playing time. He just always finds a way on the field. Gun to your head. Who's starting in game one in left field? Is it Trace Thompson? Chris Taylor. Chris. Oh, all right. What about Cody? I think Bellinger. If it's a if it's a lefty starting pitcher, no. Absolutely not. Like not happening for me. I think I think that's that is kind of where that, that playing time with Trace is gonna come from. I, I really do think for the playoffs is how they handle Bellinger versus lefties. I think they're at a point now where you have to platoon them. I know he had a nice October last year, but the writing's on the wall. I mean, people comp- yes, Chris Taylor has the higher strikeout percentage the last three years running than Cody Bellinger, but you got you got to you got to space it out and get t- Trace Thompson those at bats, and those at bats should come from Bellinger. Funny enough, Trace Thompson hitting right-handed pitching better. Just saying. Uh, finally, guys, I want to have a little bit of fun before we get out of here. Before we kick Eric out and change the locks, guys, what's your favorite way to watch a baseball game? You can go to you can go to a stadium. You can watch it at home with you know popcorn in your hand, wiener in the other. How do you like to watch a baseball game there, Eric? You know, for the first time, I watched a baseball game from a pool yesterday, and I got to say, it was an incredible experience. Right? Uh, so Welcome yeah, I'm, to my I'm, world. I'm in on the pool, uh, sitting in the pool, watching the game. Uh, don't have a pool at my place. This guy does. I'll give you the address. DM me. Uh, yeah, that's, that is the way to do it. Absolutely. But the second best is, is watching the game in the top deck with the people. The people. The people. Hey, my people. You. Pool, Jim Beam, highball. Baseball, lock it in for justice. How do you like to watch a baseball game? Well, this is the first year I've been able to get some press box access. And to me, I like that the best because you don't have to pay for the seats. And you get to watch the game for free while covering the game and getting content for DodgersNation.com. So I think that would be first. But also, I'm going to sound like a huge for this. But I like to fasten my couch belt at home. Crazy nachos, beer. I have my laptop that I can look up stuff like right away. Can get clips for the IG page. I mean, no, I really just like. I mean, I love. I mean, he's, I, he's working. You I, like watching baseball on MLB sixty six. Hey. RAP. I just. This is I the love hardest. The, this is the hardest working guy in show business, right? Hey, here. No, I mean, look. I just look. I love broadcasters. You know what I'm saying? I, I just love hearing the broadcast. Yeah. I've tried the thing. I've never had success with like the earphones at the game oh, and yeah. hearing the. I just have never been able to pull that off. But well, you don't like the thirty second delay. Th- yeah, thirty second delay. I can't deal with the thirty second delay. But it's great to be with the you know look. Blue heaven on earth. It's to me, it's a cathedral, and I love being there. But yeah, these days, man, I love me uh, some couch belt and just chilling on the couch and uh, watching the whole game and post game show and the whole thing. Maybe I shouldn't have asked uh, old folks like us. Yeah, yeah. Get, get me home. <laughs> get get me in the pool or on my couch with with uh, you know the ice cream drawer not that far away, and uh, we're in a. You good have a whole spot. drawer for ice cream, right? Basically, that's incredible. Well, we have we this have a guy. This day, this I want to, this guy is the hottest setup. In America, like he's doing it right. You can chill in the pool. Got the cabana. It's better than Caesar's Palace Sportsbook. It, it really is. It really it's is incredible. Like, I'm not gonna Caesar's lie. Caesar's doesn't have a pool. I, I, you got a hot not setup. Sportsbook. You have to I, go to Circa for that. I have curated a fine living experience because uh, I do things right. But guys, let us know what you think about my house. Let us know what you think about watching uh, Dodger games. How do you feel the Walker Bueller news could affect a Julio Urias contract extension? Uh, do you, are do you happy? Are you guys excited like we all are that Artie Moreno's getting the hell out of the baseball business? And should Chris Taylor 
BL Benchode in place of Trace Thompson. Eric, thank you for spending time with us this uh, winter and summer. We appreciate you. Yeah, uh, thank you're not you guys. dying, as we've said on Blue Heaven and all that, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm really well, nervous if I well, have pit stains right now. Thanks, you're, Doug. You're good. Am I clean? You're I'm good. pitching a clean game. No, yeah, uh, yeah. real quick. Uh, I said it on Blue Heaven, but, you know, thank you guys for giving me the opportunity here. You guys have built an incredible team, and just to have a chance to participate has been has been awesome. And thank you for all the fans and the great community that you guys helped cultivate here for the best fans on our Blue Heaven on Earth. And wish you guys all the best, and thanks for everything. I can't can't thank you guys enough for the opportunity. It's been a, it's been a hell of a ride. Stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Bring them home. 